Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hello. I am so happy. I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy that you're allowing me to guide you through decluttering your home. (laughs) And even more so, that you're here to prepare for the holidays. Oh my gosh, I get a little bit crazy this time of year. I love the holidays. I love the colors and the smells and the sounds and all the fun movies. It's just my favorite time of year. I mean, I could probably be (laughs) the equivalent of like, of elf. (laughs) I I get a little, I get a little crazy. Um, I think last year I put up seven Christmas trees, but anyway, we don't have to talk about that right now. (laughs) All right. So besides all of that, I think some people tend to get a little stressed out this time of year. And you know, the expectation sometimes is that your house has to be extra clean and you think you have to do all this extra work, which just turns into a nightmare and it doesn't have to be like that. So if you want to get your house a little bit decluttered and reduce a little bit of stress, how about we just do some easy, basic things to kind of prepare your home and your mind for the holidays? simple, right? Absolutely. So I have compiled a list of nine very simple things to do to your home so that you can get all set up and ready for a less stressful holiday. (laughs) All right. So number one, and I know this is obvious and I know you've heard it a thousand times before, but it's so so helpful. And I have a little bit of a unique twist on it. So I'm just going to say it. Y'all clean out your fridge and your freezer. I know, I know you've heard that before. But how about you not only toss out all that expired food, (laughs) like all of it, even the Italian dressing, like all throw it out. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Just throw it out. But what if you moved some things around? ahead of time. So you aren't moving that half-eaten jar of pickles from the top shelf back to the bottom shelf, back to the middle shelf, all because you're trying to fit in Aunt Maybelle's orange fluff salad. Nobody knows what's in it, right? But it's freaking delicious and you got to figure out a way to keep it cold. So how about you do this? Take all those things out all those things that you're you're not going to use right away, you know, like the teriyaki and the soy and the Worcestershire sauce. Oh my God, I just said that. Worcestershire. <laughs> the grape jelly, the pickles, relish. Those those things that you, you don't really need out. They take up space. I put those bad boys in the drawers. <laughs> the drawers. The crisper. I keep those things in the veggie crisper because if I put veggies down up in there... They turn into sauce and not the kind I want to put on my steak and chicken. Nasty. (laughs) So anyway, that will free up some room on the door 
and on the shelves for you to store that big old casserole and that friggin' delicious orange fluff salad. Also, go ahead and check the freezer. You know someone is assigned to bring a bag of ice. Let's just hope it's not you because we all know that if you're assigned to bring the ice, that means nobody trusts your cooking. But there you are. You're going to want to clear out a lot of that stuff. Seriously, that stuff that's in the back of the freezer, you do not need that anymore. Just toss it. Get rid of it. You're going to need room for that ice. <laughs> Number two, another thing you can do to reduce some stress ahead of time. Look at your pantry. Same thing. Same thing, guys. We're going to check those dates. Throw anything away that's expired. And you might want to keep a list of some things that you're throwing away so you can make sure to restock if it's something you're going to need for the holiday meals. Not necessarily stuff that you just need to have, but you know, if you need it for the holiday meals, then yeah, of course you want to restock on it and you're going to need to make a list. It just makes sense. So you use a three-step method here, right? You declare, you clear, and you reset. Make each shelf in that pantry have a function. This shelf is only for snack foods. And this shelf is for baking supplies. This shelf is for canned goods. You're going to pull everything out, check the dates. This might take a little bit of time, but it's going to be worth it. You do not want to be digging around looking for those cans of cream and chicken soup that you know you bought three months ago. So you send your nephew out to buy some more, only to realize the store is actually closed on the holiday. Don't do that. And even if the store is open, don't do that. Those poor people work in that holiday. <laughs> All right, so you're going to pull everything out, right? Put back what fits. Put back the things that aren't expired. Just set yourself a nice clean pantry. It's going to feel so good. You're going to be so prepared and so motivated to get in there <laughs> and cook. Oh my gosh. Okay. Number three. This kind of goes into what I was talking about a second ago. Plan ahead. Make some lists. Make a list of things you need to replace that you tossed out because they were expired. Right? We just talked about that. Make a list of dishes that are going to be served that you are going to prepare. Y'all, my mom. <laughs> my mom loved to cook. And she was a genius in the kitchen. I, I, I'm not kidding, guys. She could take anything that was in the fridge. Leftovers from Chinese food. To, I mean, you name it. And she could make a quiche. <laughs> It was amazing. I don't know how she did it. She was just really great in the kitchen. But y'all, she was also kind of a spaz. I loved her. I love her so much. And I miss her. I cry to this day at least twice a day for my mama. But she was a spaz in the kitchen. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. <laughs> y'all, we would be almost ready to sit down to eat. And she would say, oh, I forgot to turn on the potatoes. <laughs> Or she would walk past the squash on the counter and suddenly remember she didn't even make the squash casserole. <laughs> we would all get a good chuckle out of it. But, you know, finally, in her in their later years, she finally got better at doing this. And she was making lists. So she would remember everything that was being brought in, everything that was going to be served. 
and it was just easier for her. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you guys. Go ahead and make your list and just prepare your mind for that. You know, prepare your mind. It's, it's full of all kinds of other things going on. The last thing you need to be doing is keeping track of the ingredients and all the recipes and all the meals and all the platters, whatever you're doing. You don't have to remember everything, nor should you. So just right now, just plan ahead, right? Okay. Number four, go to the cabinets. Will you be embarrassed if someone is trying to find a mug and then get an avalanche of princess cups your <laughs> your kids stopped drinking out of two years ago? <laughs> Don't tell me that hasn't happened to you. I know it has. It happens to all of us. Well, most of us. <laughs> so think about the cabinets. The cabinets that hold your dishes, right? Does everything fit into that cabinet? And y'all, this is kind of an extra step. If you don't want to do this, this may be too much, but it could help, okay? If you have the time, this is a good one to go for. All right, so does everything fit into the cabinet? Or do you have an overflow space somewhere like in another cabinet or under the sink? Is it possible you have too many glasses and cups? Y'all, I've been guilty of this. I know the more glasses and cups I have the less often I had to do the dishes. <laughs> you just keep pulling dishes out until you run out, and then it is time to run the dishwasher. Dang, I hate to say that out loud, but it's true. Or or listen, seriously, what if you just got rid of the dishes that didn't fit in the one cabinet, in the one space, and you have less dishes to do? If you have a ton of glasses and you just keep pulling them from the cabinet, use them and pile them up in the sink until you run out of dishes. You have too many, period. End of discussion. So grab yourself an empty box, okay? When all your dishes are clean and you're trying to put them away, if they don't fit on the shelf that you have declared the shelf for that type of dish, then you have to get rid of it. You get rid of what does not fit. It goes in the donate box. So if this shelf is only for coffee cups, then only the coffee cups that fit will go back into that space. You get to pick the ones you want to keep, right? And which ones to donate. And y'all, I know it is okay to donate that coffee mug you bought on vacation six years ago. No, you do not have to feel bad about it because we're not judging ourselves, right? We can simply put that mug in the donate box and it's gone. Think about it. If you were to drop that mug right now and it broke into 500 pieces and you had to throw it away, is that erasing the memories of your vacation? No. So why are you holding on to it? Why are you holding on to that cup? It doesn't fit. Now, if you want to keep that cup and it's like, I have to have this coffee mug. It's the best one. It's the only one that holds the exact amount of coffee that I like. By all means. But you got to get rid of something because if it doesn't fit, it doesn't go back in the cabinet, right? No cheating. Rule number two is we do not cheat. We don't say, okay, these cups fit and these don't. So I'll put the ones that don't fit under the sink just in case I need them later. No. <laughs> no. No. You only keep the ones that fit in that space. You are going to have a lot of debates in your head about this, and I promise you it is okay to put those mugs in that donate box. 
So if you do this for every shelf in your cabinet, you can move on to the next cabinet and the next. Or you can do one this week and another next week. But we don't quit, okay? Take it as slow or fast as you need. All right, number five, this one's quick. Throw out the unmatched plastic food storage containers. No, you won't find the lid to that square container. You will not find it. Just throw it away. You know you're going to buy more anyway, so just throw it away. All right. So, numbers one through five were directly related to cooking, kitchen, and mealtimes. But what if you really don't have all that going on? You can still do some prepping of your house. Okay. So, how about number six? Let's say you have friends and family coming over. Maybe they're going to spend the night. What an amazing opportunity to go ahead and declutter your linen closet. <laughs> what? I know it seems weird, but listen, listen, just listen. Do you really need eight sets of sheets and pillowcases for two beds? No, you don't. All you really need is a set of sheets on each bed now. So the set of sheets that's on your bed now and one spare. Yep, you heard me. One emergency set of sheets. Not one emergency or spare per bed. Just one. One spare. One spare set. Think about it. Have you ever changed your sheets and put the dirty ones in the hamper? Then put the clean ones on, and the ones in the hamper just go to the bottom and may or may not get washed that week or the next. Just me. <laughs> it's like the dishes, guys. It's all over again. You have too many. Get rid of them. They take up space in your closet and then in your hamper. And this would also be a great time to purge a few of those blankets you never use. I mean, if you regularly have company and maybe you have a blow-up mattress, I mean, go ahead, put one set of sheets and a few blankets with maybe the mattress, the storage box with the air pump. No reason to keep a bunch of blankets and sheets, guys. Really, there's none. Set a shelf or a space for the blankets and keep what fits. If it doesn't fit, guess what? It goes in the donate box. Number seven, what's in your coat closet? <laughs> Do we need to go over that one? I mean, it is literally called a coat closet. So why is your vacuum in there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my God, I'm 100% guilty of this. I have an apartment with very limited closet space. So yeah, I keep my vacuum in the coat closet, but I also keep my coats in my bedroom. So that closet... It's more like a utility closet, right? It has my vacuum and a toolbox and a little wire cart that I carry things from my car to my apartment if I have to park far away. Oh, and I guess I should also mention that I do not have a linen closet anymore. I do not keep a bunch of unnecessary sets of sheets or blankets. So the linen closet has turned into my cat closet. I needed somewhere to keep the cat carriers and their medicine and extra food and shampoo and litter and toys. It's better having it in a closet, right? All right, number eight. If you can't clean the whole house, it really is okay. You really aren't cleaning the house for anyone else but yourself. 
Let me say that again. You aren't cleaning your house for anyone else but you. You want it to look a certain way. You have expectations. You are worried what other people will say or think. You want your home clean. The only person disappointed in the house not being worthy of being on the cover of a magazine or a Pinterest post is you. If you are worried people are going to judge you for a messy house, you, my friend, are breaking rule number one. We do not judge. And I know you're arguing with me right now. I can hear it. I'm not judging. I'm worried about being judged. Well, honey, listen, did they say to your face that your house is a hot mess and you should be ashamed? If not, you are judging their thoughts without any proof that those thoughts have even been thought. It's <laughs> <That's> a mouthful. <laughs> Until you have proof, you get to decide what to think about your own home. Look, I clean my home because I'm proud as hell of it. I worked hard. I went through a lot to have this home all on my own. Well, I mean, it's an apartment, but it's a home nevertheless, okay? So I like it clean. I want it to be tidy. If I get embarrassed when someone comes over, it is my own thoughts, my own judgments about my ability to keep or not keep a tidy home. And you know what? I do this too. But the minute someone comes over, I will apologize for the mess, even though the guest had said nothing. I am planting the seed of judgment for them. Now they are looking around to see what I'm talking about. And I'm basically giving them permission to judge my skills of keeping a tidy home. Screw that. I will never apologize for my apartment ever again. And if I do, if you ever catch me, call me out. Guys, it's a habit I am trying to break. All right. Last one, guys. Number nine. The best hack for your holiday. Breathe. <laughs> Seriously, guys, you got this. It does not have to be a stressful time of year. If you put in a little planning and a bit of decluttering, even if you don't, just breathe. Do what you want to do. Do as much or as little as you want. At the end of the day, you are what matters. If you want a clean home, clean it. If you can't get it the way you want it, it's okay. It's okay. People are not coming over to look at your closets and cabinets. They are coming over to spend the holiday with you. The clean cabinets, and closets, and pantry, that's all for you. Nobody else. If it helps reduce some work, then it's worth doing. But again, do it for you and no one else. I hope that helped. I hope I gave you some ideas to just kind of reduce a little bit of stress in your kitchen, maybe around the house. Here's your call to action, okay? If you're willing to do a few of these things, go ahead and block out a few hours. I'm not saying a whole day or a whole weekend, maybe like two hours on Saturday, something. Just block out a few hours and do what you can. Do what's most important. Is the kitchen most important? It's a pantry. Do what you want to do, okay? Or don't do anything at all. But don't judge yourself either, okay? So... I do have one favor to ask. If you have any 
anyone in your life who has ever complained about having a messy home, would you please share my podcast with them? And look, I am really excited to say this. If you want to work with me privately, I will have some openings at the first of the year. I am going to do some one-on-one sessions to help you get your mind and your space clutter-free. I am so excited for that. So, guys, it's Thanksgiving week. I want to say thank you. I know I'm doing this podcast for myself. It's a personal goal. But if I have one person listen, and I can help one person, even if that person is myself, then I have achieved my goal. So if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I appreciate it more than you can possibly imagine. I hope you like what I have to say. I wish you the best holiday season. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my Hoss Lady podcast. My name is Becky and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.